Hey, hey there, welcome to Resilient AF Midlife Mama. I'm Toby, and today we're gonna to talk about how fear affects your health, because living in fear is unhealthy. So as I am recording this right now, we are a couple days post-election, still um, counting and arguing, and um, there's a lot of tension. Um, we're also in the middle of a pandemic. Um, there's a lot of tension around that. And, and for me personally, my grandmother is dying. So there's stuff coming up around that. Um, and, you know, our kids are being, um, getting their education virtually. Every, everything is kind of up in the air. It's a little crazy right now as I'm recording this. So, so there's a lot of fear being stirred up. And fear is a healthy survival mechanism that is fundamental to our existence. So like we have to have fear. Fear is what allows us to run when there's danger, right? But chronic fear is dangerous. Like that is the place where we can't live. And part of the challenge with that is that when we feel fear, we hold it in our bodies and have negative effects. So physical wellness is affected by um, fear crippling our immune system. It messes with our sleep patterns. It can create eating disorders, muscular pain, which can then co you know, become things like fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue. Um, and it also affects our emotional wellness. So fear creates dissociation, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, different phobias, mood swings. It's like not a healthy thing to be living in fear all the time. So, and to my midlife mamas that are listening, fear raises our cortisol levels and that messes with our hormones. And we definitely don't need anything else that's messing with our hormones, am I right? So, um, you know, the other piece, and here's where like that little bit of executive functioning comes in, because that's my jam. Um, fear puts us in the fight, flight, freeze mode. And it shuts down our prefrontal cortex, which makes it difficult for us to engage in the executive functioning. So when we are um, in that fight, flight, freeze, um, we're not making good decisions. Sometimes we're just like stuck. We're just stuck. So, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard to get the shit done. Like that's, it's, it's what happens to our kids when they are, um, affected by different things that we've talked about over, over the last series of things of, of, um, episodes that I've done. And, you know, really it just, it's like, we're just not functioning. So are you hearing, are you hearing and seeing from everyone around you right now, the chatter, not being able to focus, zoning out, can't get work done, stress eating, stress baking, lots of drinking, um, scrolling endlessly on social media, like not able to walk away from that, which is creating the fear, needing to like keep looking for what's going to make us feel better instead of, yeah. So, so let's talk about the fear. Okay. So Zig Ziglar, I've always loved it. Zig Ziglar said fear had two meanings. 
forget everything and run or face everything and rise. And running from our lives is an unhealthy coping mechanism. I tried it for many years in some very unhealthy ways. Um, and I have every day have to make a conscious choice to be resilient as fuck and rise to face my fears. And I get it. Like this shit's hard. I get it. Facing fear head on is intense. The choices that we have to make in life sometimes are gut wrenching. Um, but <laughs> so is running from fear and what it does to our bodies when we don't deal with it. Um, and we don't rise above it. Um, I have spent years emotionally eating my fears instead of facing them and it shows and it is uncomfortable for my body. Um, and I've been on that roller coaster. So I spent years doing that. Then I got woke to what was happening and how I was stuffing those emotions down. And then I did the work to undo that. And in the last year and a half or so, when things really were intense, old habits crept up. So it's, it's not linear guys. Um, parenting has taught me much of what I know about fear. Um, cause as parents, we hold the fears for our children's safety and well-being. Um, and the fears in my head about the things that could go wrong or whatever were often worse than the realities. Um, because when we hit the deepest, darkest moments and the real life, like scary shit was happening, um, the fear was there, but it was so overpowered by love, like that intense love that couldn't paralyze me. Um, the love overpowered the fear and allowed me to take action and um, engage in the things that needed to be done as opposed to shutting down to fear. And so you know, I now really get what Franklin D. Roosevelt said, which was the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So if we're really stuck in that fear of fear, not going anywhere. But action absorbs anxiety and fear. So we free ourselves up to live more fully and presently to love and to gratitude when we take action. And for me, self-care is action. Self Radical self-care is action. Radical meaning, um, it's me first. It's do or die. Like I got to do this or, you know, it's that, it's that if mommy ain't happy, nobody's happy. It's like, it's got to happen. Um, so some of the things that I do for radical self-care when fear is creeping up is like, A, I move my body and that can be getting up and dancing, um, taking a walk, working out, putting on my boxing gloves, which I've been doing a lot of the last couple of days and punching. I have like a rebounding punch, um, punching bag, I guess you'd call it. Um, singing music, empowering songs that you just want to get up and sing at the top of your lungs or get in your car. If you don't want anybody to hear you. Um, and if you're someone that makes music, like 
that could be really a great thing to put your um, energy into all of that into creating. Um, um, what else? Oh, sunshine, just getting out in the sun, getting out in nature, being in the sun, um, connecting with other people, hugs, hugs. I miss hugs. Like we haven't been able to do a lot of hugs, but, um, with the, uh, with the people in your bubble, lots of hugs. Um, I do aroma freedom sessions. Um, I use my essential oils, stress away and peace and calming, like all over. Um, Kava stress relief tea is my go-to when things are really, really intense. Um, I'm not a drinker. <laughs> it's not my thing. I don't do anything like that. So for me, Kava stress relief tea is like what really totally can take the edge off. Um, and also like nurturing foods. I find that when I'm in that place, I want like a nice plate of greens and just like bright colored beets and all the, all the pretty foods that like just sing to me. So, and that are good for my body. I do want chocolate also. Um, but I find if I eat the other things first, then I do less of the chocolate cause it doesn't call. I'm just, it kind of does it for me. So those are some things that I, um, I do for my radical self-care. So I have a group, Resilient AF Midlife Mamas. If you want to bump up your radical self-care, if you want to hang out with some other midlife mamas, raising teens, like dealing with some of this stuff, whether it's the current events or just raising teens, living life, knocking out fear, um, not letting it bring you down, not letting it get you sick. Um, these are the kinds of things we talk about. So join us over there. The link will be, um, posted and, um, yeah, be well, be safe, face everything and rise. Bye-bye.